0: Chapter three, verse ten. Savayatya Prajama Sishka, Udova Chakrajama, <speaking in> the living. Amena Prasavishya, the Saha, along with Yajna, sacrifices, Praja, generations, Srishta, by creation, Pura, anciently, Uvasha said, self, the Lord of creatures, Anena, by this, that's a Be more and more prosperous. Esha. Certainly. Baha. Your Hastu, Let it be. Ishta. All desirable, Amaduk, the Translation and Burkode by the language <laughs> basically not to be Right. Translation In the beginning of creation, the Lord of all creatures sent forth generations of men and demigods, along with sacrifices to Vishnu, and blessed them by saying,
1: Be thou happy by this Yajna
0: you know, sacrifice, because its performance will bestow upon you all desirable things. Please repeat In the beginning of creation, the, of creation. the, Lord, of the Lord of all creatures sent forth generations of men and demigods along with sacrifices to Vishnu and bless them by saying be thou happy by this young sacrifice because its performance will bestow upon you all desirable things. The material creation by the law of creatures, Vishnu, is a chance offered to the conditioned souls to come back home, back to Godhead. All living entities within the material creation are conditioned by material nature because of their forgetfulness of their relationship to Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Vedic principles are to help us understand this eternal relation as it is stated in the Veda is Chasarvaya Vedya. Right? Yeah. The Lord says that the purpose of the Veda is to understand Him. In the Vedic hymns, it is said, Therefore, the Lord of the living entities is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vishnu. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, also, Srila Sukadeva Goswami describes the Lord as Pati in so many ways. Sriapatiatnapathir, Praja Patir, Viyam Patir, Loka Patir, Dharapatir, Patir, patir, dhara patir, patir Tadish, Chandatav Vrisni Sapatam, Prasidatama, Bhagavan Satam Pratin.
1: The prajapati is Lord Vishnu
0: and he is the Lord of all living creatures, all worlds and all duties, and the protector of everyone.
1: The Lord created this material world
0: for the conditioned souls to learn how to perform Yatnya. Sacrifice for the satisfaction of Vishnu, so that while in the material world they can live very comfortably without anxiety. Then, after finishing the present material body, they can enter into the kingdom of God. That is the whole program for the conditioned soul. By performance of yajna, the conditioned souls gradually become Krishna conscious and become godly in all respects. In this age of Kali, the sankirtan yajna. Chanting of the names of God is recommended by the Vedic scriptures, and, is, and this transcendental system was introduced by Lord Chaitanya for the deliverance of all men in this age. Sankirtan yajna and Krishna consciousness go well together. Lord Krishna, in his devotional form, as Lord Chaitanya is mentioned in the Srimad Bhagavatam as follows with special reference to the Sankirtan yajna Krishna Krishna, in this age of Kali, people are endowed with people who are endowed with sufficient intelligence will worship the Lord who is accompanied by his associates by performance of Sankirtan Yatna. No, it's not twenty-nine. It's eleven five twenty-two actually. Other yatnyas prescribed in the Vedic literature are not easy to perform in this age of Kali. But the Sankirtan yet is easy and sublime for all purposes. Here in this verse, we get a glimpse of the beginning of creation. It was not a meaningless explosion that brought about the creation as we have learned in school. The big Bang. So that is not the way creation happened, as we can see here. It was not a foolish beginning. Modern science, they think that evolution happened over millions and millions of years, and now what we have, the current human society, is the most intelligent wow. evolution. I mean it has evolved to the Such an intelligent state now. But from the Vedic literature, we get the kind of opposite explanation. In fact, man's intelligence has degenerated quite a bit, and now is one of the worst times in the history of mankind. This Kalyuga is considered the fourth age, the fourth yuga. There are four yugas just as a, there are 12 months in a year so now we are in November so next is December and then after that again starts January but the next cycle of January, February January. so just as we have 12 months in a year we have much bigger cycles of time like that if we analyze time every second is a cycle every second starts and then after one second so like that 60 seconds, make it a minute, after a minute again the next minute starts the cycle, the clock, another you know, hand, hands go again from the beginning. So like that 60 minutes, an hour, there is another cycle, every hour. So three hours is one prahara in Sanskrit, A the, the day, one day is eight prakaras. prahara means a period of three hours. So this 8, so Praha is another cycle of time and then there is the day, so one morning all the way till night, again there is the morning, another cycle and this way one week, one month, one year, in this way we have much bigger cycles of time and one of the standards of Vedic measurement of time is Yuga or Kalpa actually, one Kalpa means one cycle of four yugas, like one year means one cycle of 12 months. So one kalpa means one cycle of the four yugas. So first is Satya Yuga, then Treta Yuga, then Yuga, then Kali Yuga. And the months are almost the same, like 30 days, some and the class minus. <coughs> but these yugas are different.
1: <coughs> the Satya. It's all in the multiples of four
0: hundred and thirty-two thousand Earth years. So the Yuga is least, four hundred and thirty-two thousand years long. So the next longest is the third one. This is the fourth one. So after this Yuga there will be again Satyuga. So uh, Satyuga is four hundred and thirty-two thousand times four, which is one point. Seven six eight. Around, I think seven nine six seven, seven six eight. One thousand seven one million seven hundred sixty eight thousand years. That is the Treta That's how long. Then four hundred thirty two thousand times three is Treta Yuga, which is one point two nine six million years. Then there is the Dwapar Yuga, which is four hundred thirty two thousand times two, which is eight hundred sixty four thousand years, and finally this Kali Yuga. Is 432,000 years. So, altogether, it's 4.32 million years, which is one kalpa. So, 1000 such kalpas comprises one day time of Lord Brahma, 12 hours of Lord Brahma's <laughs> time, who is the creator of this universe, which will amount to 4.32 billion years. This is mm-hmm. twelve hours of
1: Brahma.
0: Yeah. <coughs> mm-hmm. So, like this, one thousand cycles is four point three two billion years. Twelve hours, and similar is the night of Brahma, the four point three two billion years, which is eight point six four billion years is one. 24 hours for Lord Brahma. And Brahma lives for 100 such years. And when Brahma was born, the universe was created, and when Brahma dies, the universe will be destroyed. So, the lifetime of the universe, if you calculate, it will come to 311 trillion, 40 billion years, <coughs> Earth years. So, now there is repeated creation. And annihilation, The creation is not just made and then at one point it destroyed. No, there is actually a repeated uh, partial destruction. So these are more technicalities. But every day of Brahma, there is a creation from the Swargalok all the way down to the Mata. The planets beyond the Swargalok, the Janalok, Maharlok, Tapalok, satyalok planetary systems are not destroyed during the night of Brahma. All the others, Svargalok, bhogalok, Bhulok, Tala, Atala, Vitala, Sutala, Talatala, Rasatala, Patal, all these planetary systems will be submerged in the waters of universal evolution. So, every time, every day of Brahma, Brahma has to create again all the planetary systems. So, when he creates, this is a very important point in the first line, which is Sahayadkya Prajasrashwar. Shrishtra means creation. Praja means population. And in very terms, Praja does not only mean human beings. Ja means stands for Jana, So those who have taken birth is Praja. So whether it be an animal or whether it be a bird or a human being or a demigod, if he has born in a certain land, he is a citizen of that land. Not that humans are citizens of the country and animals are food of the country, no. Or export of the animals, import of the animals. Just for eating, no, that is not the way. So, everybody is pracha. Sahayakya is the first With creation of the generations, yakya also was created. Sacrifice. This is a very important point. When there is the beginning of population, there was also the system of yajna. is what? Yajna is not just that fire, you know, people pouring feet to the fire, no, yajna means sacrifice. The whole sacrifice is of the sacrifice of sense gratification. We want to satisfy our senses. This is our problem. We all want happiness. That is a given. But to think that my gratification of my senses will give me happiness. That is our fault. We will not become happy. Because how much ever we gratify our senses, we will still be incomplete. We will always feel the need for more and more. We will never get satisfied. It is like a fire. If you want to satisfy the fire, if it is hungry for fuel, and you give it fuel, All right, now you become no, the fire will increase more and demand more fuel. Oh, you want more fuel, ok, I'll give you more. It will never become satisfied. The only way you can actually satisfy the fire is, don't give it to Then it will be subdued. <coughs> so this idea that, oh, my senses want this and that and this and that happiness. So I give that to my senses. Then that, that is called satisfaction. No. That is the worst way to deal with the senses. So yajna means the opposite. For example, everybody understands this. Vivaha yagna. Vivaha means marriage. Why there is such a thing called marriage in human society? Because children can be produced without marriage, animals are doing it. And there can be no restriction. But what is vibaha? Vivaha means a restriction of sense gratification. Actually, there are ten samskaras in human life. <coughs> Sanskar means purificatory processes. Processes or it's not just a ceremony function and then everybody take photo and then give an album and then you no. Know, there is a big meaning to this. Every, there are ten samskaras actually. Vivaha is one of them. These are all purificatory processes to control the uh, materialistic tendencies of the human being and to initiate him into the spiritual activities which are really the activities, the domain of activities of human beings. Human beings are not meant for simply gratifying senses or simply dealing with the needs of eating, sleeping, mating and depending. These 4 things are common among animals and humans. Animals in fact this is the only domain of their activities. Eating, how to eat, their whole thing is, morning you hear the birds chirping, so much sound, what is that? Where is food? That's all. All the rush hour, they have their rush hour, we have our rush hour. <laughs> What's why the RMRT, the station, the train, the buses, everything is so busy, the traffic jam, why? Where is food? You may say work, you may say no, something else, but all that ultimately comes back to food. One of the necessities. Then where is uh, sleeping, where? Shelter, house. We buy a house, property market, many things like that. Why? People want to buy a house, we have to live somewhere. So for that I have to work, so that is all the rush are about. And the birds, the animals, everybody have their own ways of eating, sleeping, and mating, having a family. That's another thing. And then fearing. They're always fearing. Animals, if you see, if you give a bird some brains, it will it will take some and then look here and then take some and look here and then always in fear who is coming and attacking me, who's coming to take my food. Here, and if you see National Geographic channel, uh, the lion is uh, eating one animal, and it is a big show for us. Oh, we will sit down and watch lion or you know, cheetah chasing after an animal. Actually, both are suffering. The cheetah is suffering. That, that whoever is being hunted, the animal is also suffering. The cheetah is so hungry; is driven by intense hunger, which makes it run so fast for food. Feed itself and the family. It's not joke. Oh, cheetah is nice, you know. I can just chase animals like this. No, there's also danger. See? So this is <coughs> fear. They defend themselves. So this is animals' life is only this. Whereas we can do something more than animals. Apart from these four, these four are still there in human life also. But, in human life there is something more than this. And we have to tap into that. There is a real human potential. It is said, Āhāra nidra bhaya Ahara nidra bayamaitunamcha samanya meitha pashudir nara nama. This we have just covered. Ahara nidra bayamaituna. Eating, sleeping, making defending. Now dharmonitesha adhika Vishra. Dharma hina pashudding samana. Eating, sleeping, sex, and defense. These four principles are common to both human beings and animals. The distinction between human life and animal life is that a man can search after God but an animal cannot. That is the difference. Therefore, a man without that urge for searching after God is no better than an animal. Dharma, dharmoni teshaam We have something called dharma which animals don't have. In any, any, even if you go to the aborigines, in the forest people. They will bow down to some mountain, some sun, you know, something powerful they will offer us. They, although it is very primitive, still they have this understanding that there is some powerful controller, see. So that is common for all human beings, it's natural for human beings, but animals, they don't have this consciousness. So if we do not develop that dharma, then it is said, we will be equal to the animals <coughs> therefore in the beginning of creation when the generations of population was uh, created immediately sahaya means at the same time there was also the yajna principle that means sacrifice uh, sacrifice means there are three things three aspects of it. Sambandha, Abhidheya Prayaocha, three things, sambandha means first of all understand, sambandha means relationship, what is my relationship with God, to understand that, I should understand that whatever relationship I have created so far with my body, with my family, with everything that pertains to the body, is first of all not my real relationship. And my real relationship is actually with God. Jeeva, Swarumpai, Krishna, We are eternal servants of Krishna. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita also in the 15th chapter. Mamayi Vamsava Jeevaloke, Jeeva Bhuta, Sanatana. Manasasthanindriyani, Prakritishani, Parshati. Mamayi Vamsava. We are part and parcel of Krishna. But, and what kind of part and parcel? Sanatana. This word Sanatana means eternally. We are his part and past. Whether we believe it or not, we are still his servant. Either we have forgotten it or we remember it. Although we say, no, 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 I am not servant of Krishna, I am am an atheist or I am this religion, that religion. Everybody is a servant of Krishna. They may call him in different names, that's another thing, but he is the same one God. Manasasthan Indriyani Prakritasthani Karsh. Our problem now is, we have relinquished that relationship with God, Krishna and now we have accepted a relationship with our body and our senses. And because my body has taken birth in a certain family, I consider this is my relatives. Because my body has born in a certain country, I consider this is my country, this is my nationality, this is my race, this is my species, this is my everything. So we define ourselves according to the body of the body. But this is not our identity at all. As soul, as Atma, it is the first lesson of Bhagavad Gita is that we are not the body. We are dwelling inside the body. Just like we are not the car, we are sitting inside the car and driving. So uh, what is our real identity? We are the soul. Aham brahmasmi, that's the first thing. Sometimes not yet finished. Sambandha first thing what I am not, I am not a body. Then what I am, I am Brahman. So what is my real relationship? I am servant of God. Three things. Sambandha itself is categorized into three. First we have to unlearn whatever we have learned. We have learned that my name is so and so, I am my race so and so, my gender is so and so, my nationality is so and so. My family is so and so, my country is so, all these things we have, species, everything, all these we have to unlearn first. And then relearn again what our real identity is. So, this is Sambandha Jnana. Then Abhideya. Abhideya means actions based on the Sambandha Jnana. For example, now also we are acting. We are working, we are maintaining our family. Why? Because our sambandha now, our idea of samandha is I am related to my family. I am related to my family, uh, the house or my possessions are there. What is that? Griha Kshetra Sutta Vitai. These are our expansions of our material conquest. What is that? Griha. First of all, there is wife, then there is house, then there is work, then there is children, and there are relatives, then there is money to maintain the whole thing. So in this way, Moho moh. Oh, Everybody is illusioned with these things, and they just spend their whole life maintaining this set of things, which is not which has nothing to do with his real existence. It has nothing to do. But the entire lifetime, the human life, which is so difficult to attain, Asitim Lakshams Kam Padma said, out of 8.4 million species of life, human species is 400,000 only. And according to science statistics is that, the probability of one becoming a human being, is four, 400 trillion to 1 chance of becoming a human being If you see, if you count all the species all the insects, all the, everything that is there in existence and compare the humans the number of humans 7.2 trillion you compare with all the species of all life forms you take a ratio 1 is uh, 400 trillion to 1 that is a scientist's estimate, it is more than that. <clears throat> but you see, how rare human birth is. And that human birth, entire lifetime is spoiled with activities based on our false conception of life. So therefore, uh, first thing is to unlearn that. Not to be very very busy in that. That's not human life. Yes, there is some responsibilities involved with that domain of activities. There is a family, there is maintenance of that. Fine. Therefore, Shastra says, So, he says that you endeavor for those things, but only to the point of maintenance. Don't go modern. Don't go for riches. Don't go for unnecessary love. As long as you can have food, shelter, clothing, is enough. What more you want? The need for money only stays until we achieve these, these things—roti, khabda, makaan. Food, shelter, clothing. Until you got these things are taken care of. The need for money will be felt After that, is just whimsical accumulation. Shastra says, therefore, life's desires should never be directed towards sense gratification. One should desire only a healthy life or self-preservation, since a human being is meant for inquiry about the absolute truth. Nothing else should be the goal of one's works. Our real business is this. People want to start a business. You already have a business called life. You are investing, and the return is going to be zero. You are investing so much in this life, business of life, and at the end of life the dividends that are going to be paid is zero. Everything you earned will be lost. Why are you investing like that? So This is Krishna's message. So therefore, Sahayanya, sacrifice means, uh, use whatever is you have in the life. For your sacrifice of present so called sense gratification for a higher reason. That is called, what is that? Word. Ah, Tapodisyam, that is the phrase. Tapa means sacrifice, austerity. Voluntary. Uh, voluntary. Uh, what do we say? Withdrawal of pleasure, sense pleasure. For what? Dizyam. Tapodisyam. For a higher cause. What is that higher cause? The higher cause is to achieve our real identity of being a servant of Krishna. For that reason, we have to do tapasya or austerity or sacrifice. Some people fast for getting slim. That is not tapasya. That is not tapasya. There is the um, voluntary acceptance of suffering otherwise everybody likes to eat but some people fast for certain reasons. or they work very hard to get anything in life even material they have to work very hard so that is tapasa there is it is uh, austerity It is voluntary inconvenience they call it the grind grind so the grind It's not very, when you grind something, it's not very smooth, it's it's rough. But then the result, after it's blended, it's smooth. So but the thing is, uh, anything requires the grind. But Tapu Divyam is necessary. You accept voluntary inconvenience for a higher cause, your spiritual cause, Divyam, transcendence, not just higher, spiritual cause achieve Krishna. Like another example is Gandhi Mahatma Gandhi. He also fasted for the country's sake. That is not classified as the He is identifying himself with that country because he belonged, his body was born in that country and with that attachment, he is working. Although he always held the Bhagavad Gita in his hand, he never really understood. In fact, there was This incident really happened that Srila Prabhupada wrote a letter to Gandhi one month before he died. That, see, Mr. Gandhi, now you have worked so hard for Indian independence and India has achieved independence, you have become successful in your attempts. Now, please retire from politics and take up the message of Prabhupada. Enough, you have fought enough in the politics. in these advanced years of your life, you please take up the cause of Bhagavad Gita and preach the message. And since you are very well known, so if you speak about Bhagavad Gita, everybody will accept. And so many people can be helped with this message. He wrote a letter, long letter. <coughs> in fact, in that letter, he said that you are working so hard for the country. If you don't give up now, then your own country man will kill you. So Prabhupada already gave him a warning that the country which you, for which you have fought so hard for, the citizen of that country will kill you. <coughs> Not only that, in the family also. Huh? The head of the family works so hard for the family, and the family also give trouble. Facts of life. It's not all home sweet home. It doesn't work. Actually it is. It is not at all the truth. There is a lot of suffering. It right? is said <coughs> <coughs> by Prahlad Maharaj. Sada samud dhyaṁ he described the house like this Tatsadmanye asuravaryadehinam sadha samudvikna dhyam asad graha He said the house, graha means house, asad graha means samudvigna dhyam, samudvikna means anxiety Sada means always dhyam means intelligence Sada Always the intelligence is filled with anxiety. For who? Asadgraha. Those who have accepted this home as their all in all. Therefore, Bhagavad Gita first recommends don't base your happiness on your home. It is not a place for happiness, it is graha it is a place for suffering. Don't expect any happiness there. Take it as a routine and use it as a platform for elevation. Yeah, you may get married. Uh, <clears throat> but we should not hope that in this marriage I will be happy. That is not the, it is not a place for happiness at all. In fact, the whole material world is the and Don't expect any happiness there. But use that as a therefore this sahaya So abhidheya means activities based on the jnana of sambandha. Our present activities of maintaining family and all this is based on the idea that I am the part of this family, this family belongs to me, this wife, children, this house. So now if I understand that Krishna is my. Real relationship is with Krishna. Then my set of activities are different because I think my relationship is with the family. I work for the family. And now if I understand that right, my relationship is with Krishna, then I work for Krishna. This is the difference between spiritual life and material life. Spiritual life does not mean stop all activities and simply meditate and under some on some mountain. No, that is not spiritual life. Spiritual life means the same set of activities but in connection with the Lord. Whereas the materialist would do in connection with their own family, with their own body, with their own senses. In this way. So, the relationship is what defines spiritualist or materialist. Whether he has cultivated a relationship with Krishna or just with his family. If he has only cultivated a relationship with his family, he is no better than an animal because animal also has the same relationship with his family. Now, Vivaha, we are talking about. What is that? Restriction of unlimited. Dog or pig, there are no uh, rules. He can have sex with anyone. His sister, mother, daughter, whatever. It doesn't matter. That is how animals have relationships. But human is not supposed to have like that. Unrestricted sense environment Because he is meant for a different purpose. Therefore, there is marriage to limit the natural desire. So this is the reason why this is called yajna. It is a control, it is a sacrifice. Sacrificing my tendency of unlimited sex to just one woman. Or for the woman, one man. Actually, in Vedic culture there is polygamy allowed, because usually women are more than men. So, all women must get married, but all men did not get married. So, a man can accept more than one wife. This is very culture. We see Krishna's father, Vasudev, had 16 wives. Dasharath, father of Lord Ramchandra, he had 3 wives. In this way, it was there. But only in very rare case, on Draupadi only, she had multiple husbands. But otherwise, women only have one husband. But this today's divorce law, has completely ruined the whole thing, the whole system is gone. Because the woman will accept go on accepting and the man will go on accepting. No control, it is just animal life from After some time, the whole thing will be dismantled. why is marriage, by divorce, just do whatever you want. You know why? This legality, that legality. One legality to make a whole thing, and then another legality to undo the whole thing. What does it mean? I live like animals, not just have sex with anybody and produce children and do whatever you want. It will degenerate to that stage. Human society is going that way. Even worse than animals. Homosexuals are having everything. Like there is somebody who made a joke, uh, one of our devotees in India. I mean, family situations are like this now. But Uh, the husband, he will have already come from another marriage, he will have his children. And then the wife will come from another marriage, she will have her children. Now, they go get married, they will have children. So, then there will be a conversation. Your child and my child are playing with our child. So, this is the way society is developing. And we think this is the most advanced human society. No yajna, nothing, no sacrifice. Simply unrestricted animal life. So in this way we are actually degenerating, but yajna means for this. So it is said in the today's verse, Sahajna Praja
1: When the creation was made, the yajna was also made.
0: This is important. In the beginning of creation, that happened. The same principle should be applied for our current situation also. When is the generation of population when one gets married in one's own domain, if you speak about it, individually, in one's own life, the Prajaasrishwa happens when at marriage. So then there has to be So the husband and wife must be following the principles of sacrifice and in Kali Yuga, sacrifice is very simple, just have to chant Hare Krishna. You may ask, where is the sacrifice in that? What is being sacrificed? The sacrifice is of our unnecessary talking gossip nonsense and eating nonsense. Eating only Krishna tongue, two things it will do. Eating, speaking. Input, output. Input Krishna Prasadam, output Krishna's name. This is sacrifice. Why social media is so big nowadays? because people are outputting nonsense. Simply talking. So many meaningless things. This is gossip. whole thing is a gossip platform. And that's why they are making big business. In this world, if you want to have good business, you support these things. Gossip, you know, meat eating, illicit sex, gambling, intoxication. These things you do, you, you, can, you can grow very nicely. You say, no meat-eating, no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication, channel, rikishnan, people are not interested. They want happiness, but they think happiness is there. They do not know happiness is there. So, our eating and our speaking should be controlled. So, with Krishna Prasadam and with Krishna's name, our tongue is controlled. And it is a science. The tongue, the belly, the genitals are all in one straight line. So once the tongue is controlled, the belly is controlled, because if you eat too much and the too passionate food, Rajasik, not Satvik, Rajasik, Tamasik food, it, the pressure increases in the uh, stomach and up to the genitals and then one becomes sexually agitated, in this way everything, all the sense gratification is multiplied. So by controlling the tongue, one can start his journey on self-realization. Self realization starts with tongue,
1: not brain, not
0: intelligence, not mind. No, tongue. Atas Sri Krishna Namadi, Nabhavik Graham Indriya Seva Mukhaeli Jindva Adho. Jidva means tongue. Adav means beginning with tongue, we have to Seva Mukha. We have to engage in the service of Krishna. This is how our senses can be controlled. So, Sankirtan Yajna. In this age, Sankirtan Yajna is recommended. (coughs) In fact, Krishna says, of all sacrifices, chanting my holy name is my greatest. In the Bhagavad Gita, it says, Yajna yajna." Jagayatya. Of all sacrifices, Jabbayagnya, I am Jabbayagya. He is actually telling all the superlatives of all categories. He is telling that the superlative of all categories is a representation, a representation of Him. Like He said, among the fish and the shark, among the animals and the lion, among the, you know, every, among the mountains and the Himalayas. So in this way, when we see the superlative example of something in a certain category, we can see that as a oh this is a manifestation of Krishna's power. So he is telling them that. So here in this verse he says Maharshinam Bhrigurakam. Among the maharshis, Maharshisam Bhugu. Giramasmi Ekamaksram. Among the words, vibrations, ekamaksham pranava. Pranava means om. Yajnaam japa among the sacrifices I will chanting that means chanting japa or sankirtan yajna is the topmost sacrifice although it is easiest it has the topmost results that is the beauty of sankirtan so, we want to do big big yajna I want to become yogi, I want to yogi where do you want to go what knowledge do you want to do? you are in the city you are stuck so chant Hare Krishna anywhere you can go nam namakare there is no niyam there is no niyam of uh, what is it niyamita smarane kala when to remember where to remember no no limits anywhere anytime, no there is a beauty of chanting Whereas other things you have to do, a lot of preparation, a lot of restrictions, there no restriction So especially in Kali we can do this very easily. So, Praja Sahayagnya Praja Simply don't, that's why it is said, don't produce children like cats and dogs. Cats and dogs also produce children, humans also produce children. But they don't have Sahayagnya, simply Praja <laughs> that is animal life. But Sahajya Prajasrishtva, that is human life.
1: Therefore, even before birth,
0: there is Garbhadham Samskar. Then there is one birth, then there is actually even the seventh month when the consciousness develops, there is another. Then there is one birth and Chataparma is done. Then now, you know, the name is given Namkara. Then there is the most important one, which is Diksha Yajna. Diksha Yajna means the Upanayana where one becomes the disciple of a bona fide spiritual master. That actually is the, out of the, all the ten, the last being the funeral rites of the person. That is the last sanskar. Among the ten, starting from the to the, the Shraddha sanskar. The diksha Sanskar is the, or the Sanskar is the most important. But in today's world, every other Sanskar is given up. Two things are there. Only two Sanskar. Vivaha and Sattva. Or funeral. That's why these two are followed, And big, such a big arrangement. In few traditions, in few days, marriage ceremony. So many games, so many this, that, so many drama, will go on. Hmm? The guy has to come on a goda. Because after that, he is only going to, going to be kicked by the ghoda. <laughs> it's
1: the only chance he can sit
0: on the ghoda now. <laughs> so, in this way, there is big, big preparation, big, big hangama and all this for just one reason, right? It is for controlling sex life. I mean, that's the only thing there. Yeah, it is. There is it is auspicious, provided sahayagnya. Provided husband, wife nicely become devotees, and the praja Why? Why there is sahayagnya? Because the praja, which have to be born, they have to be trained for what? It said, don't become father and mother. If you cannot give moksha to your dependents, you will go to hell for that. Therefore, there is to be Because if one somebody is coming into the family, it is the duty of the parents to make sure that this person has taken birth in my family, he should not take another birth, he should be his last. So therefore, if somebody's birthday, I always, my wishing is like this, yeah. usually what they, do, they wish, many happy returns of the day, so that you live very long, may this day will come many times, may you live very long, so real wishing should be, you yeah. have taken birth, so this birthday, I, the other day I was telling birthday is for not taking gifts, mm-hmm. it's Birthday means it's a warning sign Sir, you are one year closer to death
1: It's not a cause
0: of celebration. So, oh, I am one year closer, let me do some seva. That is birthday That's why in cultured families, birthday means He will give charity He will do Vaishnava portion He will do, you know, some uh, Sastra Dhan Something So, he will do Dhanayatyam Tapa Fasting, maybe Fast number, not like you know, eat nicely, day. Oh, nice, birthday
1: cake, this, that. More austerity, more service, that
0: is real celebration. And the idea is that to understand that I am going closer to death. So I should not take another birth. So on this birthday, let me remember that I have made a mistake again. Yes, I took birth. If we have taken birth, we have made a mistake. We are not perfect. So let me not make this mistake. again. Let this be the last. That determination should increase with each birthday. Nowadays they celebrate what is that silver jubilee, golden jubilee, diamond jubilee. One you die, then there is a rotan jubilee. You know what is rotan? Cane. Yamaraj's place? Cane. Caney one Caning is actually too too soft of punishment. If you read uh, punishments that are in the planets, you can't even read them with, without twitching. So bad. Caning is like it's like very very easy. Thing. You know? So it is not a joke. So we have to make that. <coughs> so therefore there is sahayakniya. So, pradash, so, the same principle actually continues, whether it is the creation of the universe or creation of a family or creation of a country, Prajapati, Purovacha Prajapati, if Prajapati means Lord of the creature, of course in this, in this case the Lord Vishnu. But in our own domain, we are prajapatis. We are prajapati of uh, the country, or we may be prajapati of our family, or we may be a manu like this prajapati of many many species. So many levels of prajapati. So that is a responsible position. Responsible position. As we have said. This word, so we'll go again. What are the responsible positions in this world? Guru, Svachana, Pita, Janani, Daivam, Pati. So, Guru Nasasya, Svachana Nasasya, Pitana Nasasya, Janani Nasasya, Daivam Nasasya, Napavista Nasya, Namojiya, Samavetam. One who cannot deliver his dependents from the path of repeated birth and death should never become a spiritual master, a relative, a father, a husband, a mother, or a demigod or even a king. Worshipful demigod and king not different. So one should not take up these responsible positions if one cannot give moksha to his dependents. How to give moksha to his dependents? Saha Yajna, give them the process of Yajna. So, actually, by right, in every family, the uh, parents should establish okay, chanting and everything. Kirtan, Arati, everything should be done. Yeah. And in every country, the government should make uh, arrangements for the Sankirtan Yajna to go on. Once there was a conversation between Shula Prabhupada and the uh, police inspector police uh, superintendent of police in America. So because the police inspector, the uh, superintendent was very inspired or very uh, interested you know, in the movement because he saw so many drug addicts became devotees and then no more touching drugs whereas the government is spending millions and millions of dollars to get the people out of drugs also whereas the Hare Krishna movement is, seems to you know achieve this with great ease so he wanted to get some tips from Prabhupada. So he came. So he asked Prabhupada, So how, how can we you know, get this uh, crime to reduce the country? Because crime will increase in so much. Prabhupada said, You give us a place and you know, places where we can do chanting all over the city, all over the country. Then automatically crime rate will reduce. Then he, he was like, alright, that is, a you know, religious method, No, any anything, uh, anything practical because this is practical. <laughs> you think I am impractical? What have I done with these students? How have they given up? Ropa pointed to his disciples. You see all of them, uh, they were into this drug culture, drug addicts, how they have given up? You ask them, I have only given them sentence. This is the quantified process, it works, and the proof is there, sitting. Why don't you understand this? Robot was pushing the superintendent police. You allow us to chant all the crime liberties. You don't have to spend millions of dollars. And we won't charge anything for chanting also. Free. And the whole country will be full of pious people automatically. And three so that is there very method he used for starting the whole movement. What did he do? He went to the Tompkins Square Park, he sat down with cocktails and he chanted Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, in America, New York and that's how the entire movement started. He was sitting under that tree and chanted and now uh, like that the whole movement started. Just by chanting. So how powerful this is? How powerful is the holy name? We forget. Sahayak, yeah, it must be there. Therefore, Rajarshi. People, the kings used to be Rajarshi. Very saintly kings. Why? Because they always took advice from Brahmanas. And the Brahmanas were not troops. They gave free advice to the king. They never took any salary from one Free advice. And full. Because once they take salary, they are obliged. So they don't want to be obliged. If I want to speak the truth, But if I am obliged to somebody who is not doing something correctly but I am taking maintenance from him, how can I tell him the truth? Suppose he is doing something wrong, how can I tell him because I am taking his, I am depending on him. So to remain themselves independent and always free from this control, they would never take anything. They would rather beg or collect from somewhere but they will never depend on one person like this. No. That allows them to give free, without any uh, strings attached, pure advice. There is no dependence. So, that is the job of the brahmanas. Give pure advice based on the Shastra. And the kings, rather they used to follow the advice of the brahmanas. And therefore, the whole system was successful. The whole civilization will be very peaceful.
1: If you have prajasrishta,
0: fine. But you have also. So that is the whole idea of this verse. That the Lord created it that way. Sahayika prajasrishta grow much prajapati. Anaya prasrishta tham aishvorsvista kaam. So the result of such <coughs> be thou, the result of that sacrifice will be what be thou happy by this yajna sacrifice. Because its performance will bestow upon everything desirable for living happily and achieving liberation. In this life, you will be happy, comfortable, and in the next life you will go back to Krishna. Liberation. So happiness means not simply now and then let the future uh, who knows there is next life. Not this kind of blind happiness. But how to be happy always now and also in the future, next life. That is the whole idea of Yajna. The sacrifice actually will be happy. By letting go of the senses loose, actually one cannot be happy. So what is the sacrifice? Yajna or Yajnaartha, Karmana Someday we discuss this topic. Yajnaartha, previous verse, 3-9. Yajnaartha, karma. Do all activities, karma Yajnaartha for Krishna. For Krishna's sake, different varieties of activities, all for satisfying Krishna. So the standard process is first steps for this is chanting. Hare Krishna on the beads, 16 rounds a day, eating Krishna Prasadam, reading Prabhupada's books daily, attending classes. So these are the Preliminary steps. Preliminary steps does not mean oh now I am already five years into the movement. I can I am actually graduated now a little bit. So preliminary steps no more, no, I advance. No. All these steps must be nitya Bhagavata until death. The same activity, only the quality of it increases. Now, in the beginning I am chant, or in the beginning I am a read. And at the time of death, after maybe 90 years, still I'm married. But the understanding deepens and deepens and deepens. But the activity did not change. That is spiritual life. Whereas material life, you cannot keep doing the same thing without getting bored, without getting uh, you know, frustrated. You want to do something new, something new, something new. But spiritual life, you can do the same thing over and over and over again and always feel fresh. That is spiritual life. So these things we have incorporated in our life. Simple principles. Chanting Hare Krishna 16 rounds a day. Don't think, oh, 16 rounds is so much, you know, how can I do 16 rounds, no, you are asking too much. As Sunday I told you, are lucky enough. If you were born 100 years ago, you would have chanted 64 rounds. But this is the was 64. Now Prabhupada has brought it down to 16. So, actually, it is very easy. You wake up a little earlier do 16 very easy. 16 rounds chanting, Hare Krishna, and then uh, eating only Krishna Prasadam, reading Prabhupada's books daily, attending classes. These four things you start automatically, progress will be very, very fast. So, with the Alright, we will stop here. Any questions or comments? Sorry, yes. Third,
1: Sambandha, Abhidheya and
0: Prayosan. Prayosan means the goal of all these activities. Sambandha is to understand myself, who I am, and Abhidheya is to act on that capacity. If I understand, if I understand that I am the soul, so I have to, I am a servant of Krishna, so I have to serve Krishna. Just understanding I am a servant of Krishna and if I don't serve Krishna, no use, I have to put it into practice. So that is, that is Abhithya, application of knowledge. And then, by applying such in such way, by proper guidance of the Bonifat spiritual master and the devotees, one will get the ultimate fruit of that. What is that fruit? No. Love of God. Prioritism is love. That is our even more than liberation. Liberation is yeah. a byproduct of that. So that is the priority, the ultimate goal of all this. Now we have to understand why we have to read because our samadhi Jnana must be more and more intensified. So automatically we want to do up till okay. No, I really want to do Now I totally understand. I am servant of Krishna. And why should I waste my time in anything else? Let me start. Whatever I'm doing, other job or whatever it is, this has to be a primary, primary thing in my life. Everything else is secondary. This is primary. So in that way. There was a comment. Oh, somebody was saying there's a lot of echo in the voice. I think I should check these comments from the time to time during the lecture. Sometimes echo can also be because of one's own mic. I think it should be okay for many people. If it is too much echo, then uh two people actually say there is echo. (coughs) Is there a lot of echo in the live stream? Does it sound echoing? Is it alright? Two people have said there's a lot of echo. I not So one matter commented that every morning we should ask the Paramatma what is the best thing that I should do today. Actually, to be very honest, we are we are not having such concrete connection with the Paramatma at this point because of our impure nature. And the pure the pure devotee, he can communicate with the Paramatma without any hindrances, but we being conditioned we cannot contact the Paramatma and talk to him freely at this point. Like pure devotees, there are many instances where they speak to Krishna, the deity, like this, as if you know, like a friend. And Krishna also reciprocates. Krishna even walked, you know the story of Sanshirovar? Krishna even walked 2000 kilometers for the devotee. So that is possible for pure devotees. But because we are not pure, we have to take directions from the spiritual master, because the spiritual master is non-different from the Paramatma. This is explained in the Bhagavatam. Naigo vayanthya pachitinka vayastha vesha brahma yushapi krita mriddha muda smaranta yontar vahisthana acharya chaitya vakusha sva yatimya See. Again? Oh, my Lord, transcendental poets and experts in spiritual science could not fully express the meaning to you, even if they were endowed with a prolonged lifetime of Brahma. One cannot do. repay Krishna even, as, even if one has a prolonged lifetime as long as Brahma, because you appear in two features, externally as the ashaya internally as the Super Soul to deliver the important being by directing him how to come to you. Yes, the Paramatma will give inspiration from within, but very direct orders, very direct instructions we can get from the spiritual master because sometimes we are not sure whether it is the Paramatma giving us direction or our own mind, how are we going to distinguish? Because sometimes I want to do something. Sometimes people come here and say, uh, you know what, what you said does not resonate with me. People say this. <laughs> so, our answer is that we are not here to resonate with you. We have to resonate with Krishna. What Krishna is saying, I have to repeat. So, if you are not in the same frequency, if you are not going to accept the statement, it will not resonate with you. If it doesn't resonate with you, the problem is not with the message but with you. That's how Vedic knowledge has to be understood. So, in the beginning, because I have my own desires, I have my own understanding of how Krishna consciousness should be done, even if after becoming devotee, in the beginning stages especially, devotees have their own idea of how bhakti should be done. Like there was a nice uh, I think, I can take that out but I will just narrate. Uh, Gauri Sardas Babaji, Prabhupada's Guru's Guru, Bhaktisiddhamsara's Guru, so he was once, one man came to him for getting some instructions about Krishna consciousness and Gauri Sardas Babaji used very, very harsh words that cut the family attention, very, very strong words. The sadhu is not for, not meant for sweet talk because by sweet talk, the diabetes only will increase. The rogue is not going to go down, the medicine is sometimes bitter, you know, they take neem, you know, what, diabetes patients want to take neem sometimes, neem leaves, all the kadwa stuff, all the bitter stuff. Why? Because that is actually the medicine. So, especially in the beginning, the spiritual life is a little bit kadwa, bitter. Not my saying, it's Bhagavad Gita itself says. So the na- there's a the
1: nature. grey
0: Pariname that That which in the beginning may be just like poison, but at the end is just like nectar, and which awakens one to self-realization is said to be happiness in the mode of So Gavishata's Bhagavad he gave him a very strong. Instructions with which his material desires could not be easily fulfilled. If you take your instructions, hardly any material enjoyment will be there. <laughs> so he did not like it very much. And Gauri Shadarsha Babaji was also very much strong against pretentious devotional life. That means, like some, sometime, one, one wealthy man came, Gauri Shadarsha Babaji and some other devotees, they were having kirtan. And his wealthy man with uh, two servants, he came. And during the kirtan, you know, he, he was you know, going into ecstasy and he was you know you know fainting and you know falling down. and Everybody was like, wow, so so immersed in the kirtan, you know. Govish, get him out of the way. Get him out, of the place, I don't want to see his face again. Everybody was like, why is he saying that? he is you know? showing such advanced symptoms of you know devotional mm-hmm. feelings. And Gaurishva's Govjord is saying, you know, get him out of here. So he did not explain at, the, at first. He just asked him to get up. His, his servants were holding him because he was, you know, so-called fainting. And his servants were all holding him. So then after he left, and some people who were in the keeping also left because they thought Gaurish Bhavis was too harsh, he was too insensitive. And after all people who wanted to leave left. Those who are sincere, who were around with him, then he told them. A chaste woman will not expose her body. She will always be covered. She will not expose the body everywhere. Similarly, a chaste devotee who is very serious about Krishna, will not show his devotional symptoms to everybody. Even if they come, he forcefully suppresses it and continues with the service. And doesn't show off. Not that you know. Oh, 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 see, see, see. I'm chanting and my hair is standing. No. You know, I'm having goosebumps. See, see. All the aesthetic symptoms. The tears are coming. This is not devotee. You know. No, oh, Throat is choking up. I mean, the rascal number one. A real devotee, even if he gets these symptoms, you know, there's a nice example of Daruka, personal servant of Krishna in Bharata So, he used to fan Krishna, you know, with that white camera. Krishna is sitting, he used to fan him and sometimes, while doing it, he would get so overpowered with his um, ecstasy or devotion that, you know, know, his throat chokes up, he gets tears in the eyes and he is going to faint, but he forcefully, he actually condemns those symptoms, why are they interrupting my service? Why are these uh, symptoms interrupting my service? I should not stop my service. Because if you faint, then the service is stopped. <laughs> he may show off, you know. Uh, I I fainted, see, I'm a great devotee. <laughs> but the service is stopped. I mean, it's not show off because Dharma is actually a pure devotee. Like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu fainted. It's, it's not a show off. He's actually in the Radha Bhava. Radha Bhava Dvija Nami Krishna Guru. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So is in Radha Bhava. Mahabhava. So pure devotees they set examples. Prabhupada also. Hardly only once or twice while like this class, before the class he was seen, Jairadamada, and he went into ecstasy. And then uh, he just became stunned. Now then the devotees just continued the kirtan, and after some time Prabhupada came back see, and then the class started. and sometimes he also cried while giving the lecture. Very, very few instances. Sometimes and very few. He would always suppress those feelings, but sometimes they are so overpowering that they come out But we cannot imitate these things. <coughs> so, uh, so these kind of instructions, Godavarma used to give. So, pretentious devotion and all these things he would thoroughly condemn. So, once this devotee came and he was thinking he is a big devotee and. To crush his pride, Bhagavad Gita, Babaji gave very very strong words and you know, completely humiliated him. Because that's the first thing, humiliation. First thing, he must become humble. What happened in Bhagavad Gita, when Arjuna said, Shishya stevam sadha maam prakarnam. Krishna, in the second chapter beginning, he said, Krishna, I am now no more your friend. Now I am a disciple. You please give me Agya. No more friendly debates. No. Because first chapter only Arjuna spoke. Krishna, he like, did not let Krishna even speak. It's called Bhagavad Gita, 18 chapters, but first chapter was only Arjuna Gita, going on, Arjuna was going
1: Only second chapter he
0: started, Krishna. That's when Arjuna stopped his speaking. Because he was giving advice to Krishna, why we should not fight this war. That was first chapter. <laughs> so then finally he understood, even after all this advice, my own mind is still full of confusion. So I I think enough of my talking. Krishna, now I am a disciple, no or your friend. What did Krishna do immediately? Chastising. He said, Pratnavadham Stephācha se Gatasana Gatasana Gathasamsta Nam Sochandita. You are talking like a very big pandit. Pratynavadham stepashasi. Huh? Telling big, big words, quoting Vedas here and there. But you are lamenting for a subject matter on which no pandit lament. So you are not a athlete, you are a fool. First humiliate him, humble him, because in the humble state of man then we can understand these things. Pranipatya, Pariprasnana, uh, Pranipatya and Seva should be there, then our Pariprasna will be effective, our inquisition, our questioning with the spiritual master will be fruitful if you are humble. If you are challenging spiritual master then we cannot enter into the understanding of shastra. <coughs> So therefore, Gautina said like this and that man David, did not come back, he made a vow, I will not see this man anymore. Many times we see this, that when devotees are chastised, sometimes they leave. They leave the association of devotees. Oh, how can he talk like this? How can he be so harsh? Don't speak about harshness. Lityananda kicked Sivananda Sena. You know the story. Because Sivananda Sena was supposed to travel from I mean, Bengal to orissa for Javanath uh, Pratyatra. All the Bengali devotees would come every year. And this Sivananda Sena was the one who was in charge of all the devotees to come. So at one point, the toll gate was there and then he could not pay, there was some delay. So he asked all the devotees to first cross and he will settle the payment with the, uh, the toll uh, whatever. So it became late there. Some delay in many people were there. And then next morning only here. Evening all they went, and next morning night there was no proper accommodation, and they were just, you know. So Nithyanand Prabhu also was one of them. Who was in the party. So when he then uh, this Sivananda Sena's wife and three sons, they all also went with the party, everybody went. He was last, he was stuck here. So somehow or other he finished and he came. And in the meantime, when he was, when all the people were already and no accommodation, Nityananda Prabhu saw the wife of uh, Sivananda Sena. He said, May your, all the your three sons die. Then she started crying. Nityananda Prabhu has cursed her. Then uh, when Sivananda Sena came, immediately the wife went and uh, you know, cried. And she, crying, she went to him. He said, Nityananda Prabhu has caused our three sons to die. Then, um, then the Sivananda sinner scolded her. Why are you crying? you think we don't deserve this? For putting Nityananda Prabhu in inconvenience, not only three sons, we ourselves, with all our family members, all the generations should go, go to hell. What is the big thing about our three sons dying? We all should die. How can we dare put Nityananda Prabhu in inconvenience? Then he immediately rushed to Nityananda Prabhu to offer obeisances and when he went there, Nityananda Prabhu kicked him on his chest. Kicked him and he fell down and then he got up and started dancing. Today my life has become successful. The lotus feet of Nithyananda has touched this useless soul, this useless person. I have done offence but Nityananda Prabhu is so merciful that he, is, he has put his charanthuli on my body. Now my life has become completely successful and he started dancing in ecstasy, and Prabhu also was dancing in ecstasy. <laughs> and both were embraced, Prabhu embraced Sivarana So this is how a devotee takes chastisement. Chastisement is good, because it will humble me, it will make me advance. So the curses of devotees, like Narakuni cursed Nalakuvar and Manikripa. What happened? Because they were in the pool, Family planets and joined with the girls. And Aradhuni was passing by, and all the girls saw. Everybody was naked. The girls were naked. These two brothers were naked. All were playing in the pool. And when they saw Aradhuni passing by, then the, the girls immediately rushed to cover themselves. But these two boys were intoxicated with, you know, and the, you know, the Nashad, They did not. They did not uh, cover themselves. They, they, just, they were just standing naked and you know, making fun. Then Narayanan said, oh, you don't know how to behave in front of Sadhu? You want to stand naked? Stand naked as trees, become trees. Curse them. Then they came to the center please, 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 you know, save us. We have done in our ignorance. Please save us, don't give us this curse. Then Narayanan said, my curse is already given. But he took compassion upon them. He said, alright, there will be one blessing in this. Then you will stand as two Amalachana trees, tall trees in the courtyard of Nanda Maharaj. You will stand here, where in the future this will become the house of Nanda Maharaj and in that courtyard Krishna will come and he will personally deliver you from that curse. And Krishna said in the Bhagavatam, actually I have nothing to do. When he, you know, Dhamadhar Lila, this Dhamadhar finished. Dhamadhar Lila, he thought, actually, I have nothing to do with these two people standing here as trees. But because my devotee has promised them that I will come and release them, to fulfill the promise of my devotee, I have to take them. I have to release them from this. Because my devotee has cursed them. Because my devotee promised that I will come and I cannot make my devotee's words false. Don't think that, oh yes, tomorrow don't start thinking, oh, I am this devotee. So, whatever I say will come true because Krishna will make my words that, that, that. Immediately Krishna will make all words false. Everything will go down the path. The moment I think I am so qualified that Krishna has to protect my words, as if my words are like Veda Vakya. And then I am rascal number one. He makes sure that every single word goes bad. Whatever I say, everything will become opposite. So, don't make this kind. This is what advanced word. Okay. Should not imitate this, this behavior. Is not. So, to fulfill the words of Narakuni, I have come and raised. So, this is the thing. So, curse of devotees is also blessing. See, they were cursed to become priests. But then, what happened in the end? They got Krishna's darshan. And Krishna personally gives them. Who can get that? If they were not cursed, they would not have gotten this blessing. So, actually, the curse of devotees are actually. But if you don't understand that, that is our misfortune. So after some time, this man came back. He decided to not come back and see this Gorakhshila So After some time, he came back for some reason. He was feeling his mind not good. He came back, and girl, Vishuddha Babaji asked him, "Why you have left?" He said, "I found the words very hard. So I thought I could just do devotional service on my own. But my mind I cannot." So, disturbing. Life is very complicated. So I have come again. Then God said, every day, the wife is throwing so many insults. The children will have so many things to say against. But still, the materialistic man will not give up their service. Until death, he will work very hard for them. Although every day they are cursing him. But when a sadhu curses him once, uses sharp words, actually this is the object. the family members always use sharp words against him. The wife will say something, children will say something, parents will say something. Always there is pinpricking, nagging going on. All that you it all right. But sadhu just once, for his own good, tells something, uses sharp words, and the materialistic man makes him an enemy forever.
1: Whereas they are every day going on, no, no, these are my
0: friends, these are my family, this is my love, this is my home sweet home. And here Sadhu is saying to actually go back to the real home sweet home, but this is poison.
1: This is rascal, he is not Sadhu, if he is Sadhu, why he is getting
0: angry, why he is talking this kind of words? Somebody told me, No, because I was not even harsh, I was just like a little bit But the truth may be. So, he said to me, Prabhu, you have to be Krishna's flute, but you are not. That means he is saying, you should be sweet sounding like a Krishna's flute, but you are not like that. Your words are very, not so sweet. So, our thing is not, a flute. Krishna's flute is enough, two things are really going on. One is sweet, uh, Those who dance want to dance to that? Yes, they can dance. But those who don't want to dance to that, they will dance to the mayas too. Everybody dances about the Krishna's tune, whether favorably or unfavorably. So through maya did unfavorably. We are forced to dance. So anyway, stop here. Why is this? Why are the same that the sound quality is? The microphone is right here. Oh, echo stops when you lean forward. It's because I think with this mic, with the whole speakers. But yeah. If I go like this, it will be clear for the online audience because the audio is just taken from here. If I go like that. And this, this sound also comes and hits this mountain. Sorry about that but all right.